Hey guys, what's going on? This is Aaron Linson with the AbilityCast. And today, we're going to compare a couple of things. The Focus 40 Blue from Freedom Scientific and the Keybrill XL from HIMSS. So let's get right down to it. Now when it comes down, when it comes down to it, the Keybrill and the Focus 40 Blue could not be in two totally different things. I'm going to grab my Cubro XL here. I have a long USB cable, a long USB-C cable. And the layout is completely different from these two very capable, very, very brilliant machines. But they could be in two different categories of their own. The Keybrill has a few features that the Focus 40 Blue doesn't have. The Keybrill has the ability for a notepad, a daisy reader, um, a clock, a calendar. By all instances, it is a mini note taker. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, it has all those features while the Focus 40 only has a scratch pad and a clock and a calendar. But the calendar, you can't really do anything with. You can't set appointments and all that like you can with the Keybrill. The Keybrill, I'm sorry. Now, the Keybrill is interesting in the fact that it has some additional keys. It doesn't have thumb keys, which I like. Um, I like my thumb keys, but I also have gotten used to the side scrolling keys, um, panning keys on the Cubro XL. It has, so you, you take a traditional keyboard, you take the alphanumeric, so the QWERTY layout, you keep all the other keys, so escape, and F1 through F12, insert, delete, um, page up, page down, page up, page down, home end, your arrow keys, um, your Windows Alt Control and the Applications key and a Function key. Now why the Function key? Function key because this layout can be transferred into a Mac OS layout as well. So you have your Command Option and Control. The Keybrill has a full-size SD card slot, and this is what is used to store anything on the de on the device, and which is a really awesome feature because I can just take out the SD card on the right side of the device, take it with me if I need to, plug it into my laptop, my Lenovo laptop, and not have to take the Keybrill if I don't want to. So it's like I'm going on a business meeting and I don't want to take a very expensive Braille display with me. I won't have to. The Q-Braille is a little bit bigger than the Focus 40 Blue itself. And it has more of a premium feel to it. It has a chamfered edge, silver aluminum that just gives it a little mount, a big heft. And when I set it down here on my glass 
desk. Yes, I know it's all fancy. No, it's really not, guys. Um, it doesn't seem to move around as much as the Focus 40 does. I have to kind of give it a little bit more push to uh, get it to engage in moving. It is charged by USB Type-C, and so is the Focus 40, which I really like about both of those. So one cable does it all. Um, Apple, get on this. Stop. Get on this with your next iPhone because this is a really nice thing to have. Um, when writing notes, I've noticed that in the notepad, regardless if I turn the keyboard on to where uh, if I take the keyboard into its own typing mode and I can't maneuver any of the function keys um, to get into menus and just want to use the actual um, Braille keyboard, I find that I can still out type it. So writing notes at least at this point is something that I don't do, which I wish I could because it's really cool to just have this as a note-taking device and that is lost on me now because I can't use it as a note-taking device if I just want to be in a meeting, turn off speech, and just dilute the keybrill to a note-taking device where I don't have to listen to speech and I can just sit here and type along. Now you could say the Focus 40 does have that, and yes it does. Um, I'm not really familiar with how saving works, and I haven't really gotten down deep into how the Focus does that. That is something that I need to learn how to do, and I just haven't had the time yet, or haven't put the time into it more accurately to do that. One thing I've noticed with the Cubrio itself is JAWS doesn't really like it it's 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 slower to use than it is with nvda and what i mean by that is you have to put do a weird command which is control which is uh, not control it's a t chord with backspace and that gets it into a typing mode with jaws that allows me to say do web browsing navigation with heading um, buttons, all the, all the element navigation. Whereas if I don't have this enabled and don't enable it every single time or make sure it's enabled, then I cannot type using the Cubrio keyboard, which is annoying to me, which is why I do not use it with JAWS at all. I do like to stop. I don't know. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Yes, I know you Can did. You repeat your question. Be quiet. Sorry, the A device likes to talk apparently, and so it is a little bit annoying when that happens, and it's something that hinders the fundamental usage of the device for me as somebody who uses Braille on a daily basis. The connections are pretty cool. Um, you have five Bluetooth and five keyboard. 
with a USB connection. Keyboard is you you have the ability with the function keys, uh, well with the Windows and command uh, the Mac keys to do specific Windows or Mac commands. There are some things that you cannot do, um, but a lot of the stuff you can do as you would on a regular keyboard. Now let's talk about the Focus 40 Blue. Now the Focus 40 Blue is my main device at the moment, but it might switch just because this unit is a new unit, is an exchange unit. My previous unit went back because I have an L Braille docking device for the Focus 40. And I don't use it because I cannot simulate arrow key clicks, uh, arrow key movements with the Focus 40. I thought this was a um, unit issue. So I got a new unit, just a replacement, tried it in my Elbrow device and tried it on the computer and it is still happening. So if anybody knows what's going on, if there's a jaw setting that I might have tweaked, um, please let me know. Uh, you can let me know by emailing L-I-N-S-O-N-A-A-R-O-N with the number two at the end of it at gmail.com. So it's L-I-N-S-O-N-A-A-R-2 at gmail.com. But the display is not locked because I can move around iOS on my iPhone and do do specific Windows commands. So Alt, um, Control, Windows, JAWS, Functions, uh, Control, Windows, uh, uh, Control, Windows, F4, I'm sorry, Control, Windows, and the D to get to a new desktop, Control, Windows, F4 to delete that new desktop. I can do uh, Control, Windows, and left arrow to move to um, a different desktop, and right arrow to move back. Those work, but moving down commands with arrow keys, uh, up, uh, arrowing up, arrowing down, arrowing left and arrowing right by themselves do not work. And I do not understand why, because they should work without having to press the dot eight button with it because it's not a corded command. So that's one thing that's taking me away from using the focus just because of that. And I know that might seem trivial, but for somebody who uses Braille all the time and doesn't like to touch the keyboard down here that I have this really full, nice, clicky, clicky keyboard and wants to use the Braille display, it, it takes me out of that environment to use commands to manipulate the computer. And one thing I have noticed as well that even though the, the Focus 40 Blue is fit a bit smaller and slimmer, uh, some of the buttons on the bottom, like the scroll buttons, are just loose. So this is my left rocker switch. I don't know if you can tell that, but I'm hitting it quite hard and forcefully is, is is loose and the right one is not that's more of a hard harder 
click where this one is more of a and you can feel it I'm not even clicking that is just the plastic not being molded to the inner side on the left side of this rocker switch where on the right side if I do that you're hearing nothing so I'm not even I'm, I'm pressing but I'm not pressing hard I don't even have to press hard on the left side and you can hear that rocker switch uh, the panning buttons are nice and you have multiple options to just to do anything it, it's it was made by blind people for blind people and I like these options on it um, and it's 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 made of aluminum or, or metal then everything else is is it's the chassis chassis is you know something that can be moved and, and bumped into and it has these rubber handles on it which Vespero says are for like bumps and scrapes and scratches so with with kids and I understand that and I see that um, but it's lost on me that the functionality with using it with jaws doesn't seem to work and nobody at Vespero at least at the time of this recording and it's uh it's beginning of March so about March 6th something like that uh it they don't seem to understand that it's not a braille display issue it's something within jaws that's not being connected um and so I've been using NVDA a lot um, more and noticing that uh, NVDA just works a little bit better with a lot of things. And it, it, it's kind of hard for me to kind of renew a subscription to a screen reader when what I want to do with it, I can't really do. Um, but other than that, you know, the the... the the scratch pad, I mean, it works. It now has word wrapping in it, which is nice, um, which basically means it won't it intentionally cut off words. Um, I don't use it a lot, but I do like the placement of the space bar, which is down below the Braille cell. And when I got this device and got the L Braille itself, I didn't really know how I would like it or if I would like it. When I moved to the key Braille itself, it's, um, it takes a little bit to get used to with the space bar being up top under uh, above the braille cell and i just find that my hands naturally rest my thumb naturally rest on that space bar and i can move them down to silent speech or do what i need to do um and i really like the space bar being there it's it's really nice to have that there and i really wish uh, that would be that would just be a uh, something that manufacturers would do. Uh, Connection-wise, um, the menu key is in the middle of your six-pack, your, your, um, your six-pack, your, your uh, dot one and dot four. And hitting connections um, couldn't be easier. So you have seven, uh, seven connections and your eighth connection, your menu key, your dot eight is your USB connection, and it always will be your USB connection. But I've had this Focus 40 Blue with Bluetooth 
ironically, using it with my laptop. And being able to switch from my phone to my laptop is ingenious um, and not having to run it with a USB cable, uh, USB-C cable. And that's another thing is with the Focus, at least, um, you can run it with a USB-C to USB-C cable uh, if you want. With the Cubro, you can't. It has to be USB-C to USB-A, and I wish that the folk, the, the Cubro would have that uh, difference. Um, it, it could, I could run it off of a USB-C to USB-C cable and not have to carry a USB-C to USB-A cable. The connection is completely solid, although sometimes JAWS um, and the Focus Disc get miscommunication issues and you have to restart JAWS and everything is fine. Not that big of a deal um, just to go back and do that. Um, that might be a Bluetooth issue as well, considering that I have a few other Bluetooth devices in the vicinity of running this display off of Bluetooth as well so that might not be just a it might just be a bluetooth connection wire crossing frequency hertz issue but i'm not sure overall between the two units you know i'm finding that i'm using the focus 40 blue a lot more um there it does have a little slot for the scratch pad as a micro sd card slot and the focus 40 does not allow for a mass storage device Transfer unlike the Cubro XL where you can tell it hey use this Barrel display as a mass storage device and see the SD card The focus 40 blue does not have that capability. You have to pop out the little micro SD card slot It's not hard to do. It's easy to do. It is right below the power button on the left hand side The Braille on the Focus 40 Blue is a little bit crisper and a little bit nicer. It's, I look at it more as a really good sheet of um, yellow vanilla braille paper instead of the white crisp um, crash um, rougher feeling white paper as the Cubrail tends to be. Cubro is a little more softer on the cells and a little bit more of a smoother, rounded experience, whereas the Focus 40 has more of a harsher, um, more of a really sharp, not but not as sharp as the Orbit Reader 20 or 40 cells. I want to get a, or at least an overreader 20 in here one day too. I just, I love the, um, the sharpness, the braille signage sharpness of that display. And I would um, get the 40 if I could to have just that crispness all the way around. I love the feeling of a signage braille. Um, regardless of the sound, I don't care. <laughs> I work from home. Um, it, it wouldn't bother me at all at all uh, but and for what I do it wouldn't bother clients it wouldn't bother candidates either um, at all because I would I have a um, aftershocks opencom that would take that noise out but anyways I digress uh, 
I've lost the case to, well, the case for the Cubrail XL um, got so old because I was using it a lot to where I had to throw it away because I was worried that the display would fall out. Hims does not sell a molded case like they used to um, when the device came out. And that is a shame because now I have a case that is not made for it, but it works. It's the length of it. And I, unfortunately, I just can't carry it around and use it right out of the case like I can with the Focus 40 Blue here. And that's unfortunate. I like both dis both displays and I, I wouldn't have the second display without the l braille and using both of them i feel like i can type a little bit more efficiently and a little bit more faster on the focus 40 minus the flaw of the jaws and arrow key issues and if they can get fixed you know it's not that big of a deal but it, i would like for it to get fixed because um, I really like the, dis the display um, and I've only scratched the surface of how to use it. Uh, I like the cube rail as well, but find that I'm not using it as much. And I think it's just, it's just because you got to download the driver for JAWS and, and put it into that um, text editing mode every single time to you want to do something and that gets a little bit that has an issue with me because sometimes I forget to do that whereas with NVDA it doesn't do that with that display and I don't understand why it is just the cube rail itself that it does that with no other display it does it ha it does not do that with and it uh it's kind of irritating to be quite honest because why do you single out hymns uh, and the cubril to have that issue but anyways i like both the displays for a bunch of different reasons um, they are both good displays and it really just depends what you want um, now i would like to look at look at a mantis uh, q40 and see if i can out type that because I would definitely give both these displays up and get a Mantis Q40 if I can't out-type that display like I can on Cubro. So that is just a, a comparison between the two displays. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I do have a little bit of a preference at the moment, but that could change. Another thing is that the uh, focus holds on to connections more often with the with iOS devices and Android devices, whereas um, the the keyboard you kind of have to go in and turn the phone off, turn it back on, it recognizes it. With the Focus Forty, it it grabs it every single time, especially even when I want don't want to. So the procedure I have to do is turn the display off, make sure that the phone disconnects from it with its boinky sound, and then I'm good to go. The keyboard, the virtual keyboard pops back up. And if I don't do that, or if I don't have the phone on 
when I turn off the display, the phone still thinks it's connected to the Focus 40, which is a really good thing to have, a really good problem to have in my opinion, whereas the Q-Braille, it, it doesn't do that. Um, but I like being able to know that that connection is fast and on the beat at all times, which is really nice to, really nice to see. The Q-Braille, again, is a little bit slimmer, but a little bit longer, I think, than the, uh, the, the Focus 40, I'm sorry, is a little bit slimmer and a little bit longer than the Q-Braille, because it doesn't have all those extra functions, um, all the extra uh, computer function keys that the, that, that, it, that the Q-Braille has, because the Focus 40, you can do everything just from the keyboard and the extra buttons down at the bottom of the display. Your selection buttons, your shift buttons, um, and your, your panning buttons, and the um, mode selection buttons. So you have a total of, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, all together, two, four, six, eight, 10, 12 buttons. Um, that that along with uh, uh, corded commands on the Focus 40 allow you to manipulate the computer, and it's really it's a really really cool thing to 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 do. There's a lot of versatile versatile things that you can do with the. Focus 40 and Jaws, and that's why they make a really good, really great pairing, actually. Um, and so, if you primarily use Jaws as your primary input, as your primary screen reader, I would look at getting the Focus 40 or even maybe even the Mantis Q40 because it has the full keyboard. Um, but really, Try to, whatever display you get, try to handle them before you buy. I was able to go and look at all the displays minus the Mantis Q40 because it wasn't out yet. And I chose the two that I liked. Uh, and just kind of consider what you're wanting your display to do when you're shopping and looking around. And know that all the displays are great. Um, I really would like to get my hands on the BIX series and just kind of see as well with those. But so this has gone on long enough. Um, I will see you guys in the next podcast where we'll go back into LinkedIn stuff. And I'm not sure what we're going to do on there that one yet. So I will see you guys in the next one. Thanks for watching. Or well, thanks for listening rather and well and watching thanks for listening and watching and sharing it with your friends and sharing it on social media i will see you guys in the next podcast bye bye